Good day, everyone, and welcome to another Lions Den podcast. I'm your host, Self. And I'm King. And now you're in the Lions Den. The Lions Den is a Virgin Islands rooted podcast with the host, King and Self, where we exchange views on almost everything. Controversial, maybe, but facts, definitely. All right, guys. So we got a lot of questions on the podcast that we did with Mr. M. So you know we had to bring him back mm-hmm. to speak on this brand new topic. And the topic we're going to speak on today is business. So we're going to say let's talk business with Mr. Let's M. Let's talk business. And also we brought back Mr. Hazel because he's a young entrepreneur himself and mm-hmm. he's very vocal and he's willing to help. Gems. So guys, just say a little something for the people. Yo, yo, yo. Good day, good day. I'm back again. <laughs> I don't know if that was supposed to say, but <laughs> um, hey guys, I'm back to kick a little bit more knowledge for you guys again. Gems, um, tune in. It's going to be a nice episode. Gems, all right. Gems. So today we're going to be talking business. We're going to break it down for you guys, and at the end we're going to give like a simulation of what could be our business, and we're going to keep it simple so that everybody could catch on and nice, nice, nice. try to use some of the methods discussed here. So, first point in starting a business, we're going to start with research. I'm going to let uh, Mr. M start right off the back. All right. So, with research, um, there's something called a SWOT yep. analysis. S-W-O-T. That would be your first, if you don't know what it is or never heard about it, um, Google it. stands for strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. Yep. So under strengths, it says characteristics of a business which gives it advantages over its competition, over its competitors. Weaknesses, characteristics of a business which make it disadvantageous relative to the competitors. Under opportunities, elements in a company's external environment that allows it to formulate and implement strategies to increase profitability. Mm. Threats. Elements in the external environment that could endanger the integrity and profitability of the business. So in your research, in any business, product-based, service-based, these are the things you want to start thinking about. What's the strengths of the business, weaknesses, what's the opportunity in the market, and then what's the um, potential crippler of that business. Nice. Interesting. Very interesting. So anybody else want to add on that? I, I was actually gonna bring in that same point. That's that's what analysis. That's a big thing. What you should be doing for standard business. Uh, I don't know how many how many people did principles of business in high school. I wasn't one of them, so I, mm. I started on a back foot. So yeah, the SWOT analysis definitely a big. I think that's one of the bigger things you need to do before jumping into the business entrepreneur field. Yeah. Nice, nice. Yeah, um, I would say yes. Your SWAT is important. I mean, especially if you go into the when you're doing your executive summary and what's not for the formation of your business later on, is very important to know your two things: your strengths. Well, three. I would like to say well, two things: your strengths and your competition. Because um, later on, you want to know if the business is feasible. You need to find out who's also in the same business and if there's a market for it and you need to know your strengths and play on those 
um, while starting your business. Nice, um, nice. So, yeah. Good point. We're going to move on to number two, which is figuring out all your legal requirements. Now, in the Virgin Islands, we don't have much legal requirements. I mean, basically, if you have some kind of knowledge in the field, they would more than likely give you the green light. But I let the, the gents expound upon that for you. As <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming we operate legally. <laughs> yeah, yes, we do. Yeah, we do. As a Beaver Lander, uh-huh. you apply for your work permit. No, I'm I'm saying I'm I'm doing that classification first. As a BV lander, uh-huh. it's easier for you because you just apply for a work permit. He's a work permit. Sorry. Trade license. Trade that's license. That's what I'm saying. Oh, man. Sorry, I'm that's sorry. Saying. You Don't scrap that whole pass, man. <laughs> Let me start again. As a BV lander, you apply for a trade license and it's pretty easy for you. And it seems it in the last three years or so they've been giving out trade licenses. No, very easily okay. so mm-hmm. legally you just get your trade license then you go to inland revenue you sign up your business over there you go to social security and nhi sign up your business over there and create a bank account mm-hmm. and that's the majority of the legal stuff because especially if you don't have any employees yeah that's it so, so it's okay. pretty easy to start since, since you're saying it like that how how do you go about doing the process which one comes first how do you go about doing your it? trade license so after you've done your summary executive summary to get your business going um and you want to do it seriously uh you go to the the department of trade and you get application and you fill it out there's a lot of it it it, 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 it's different if you have a storefront Mm. because then you need proof that you're allowed to operate in that space but if it's like me or Akin, you know, we work on our laptops. We work out uh, away from our central location. You fill it in, fill in your business idea. You tell them what it is. They approve it, and you get it back. And then you have to do your taxes and stuff. You you don't you have one employee. You still have to pay tax for yourself. Mm. Um, so I mean, I know a lot of us forget about it, <laughs> but it's it's very minimal. And when you go to to do the stuff sometimes inland revenue and social security is very slow to get your stuff together so mm. you don't have to worry too much about it but always make sure when you go to inland revenue and social security you go and check up make sure you don't have any outstanding bills at the end of the year at the start of the year and you should be good uh, a trade license is $50 a year depending on, depend that's, on, that's not all it that's dep- depending on the business the type, the type of business, of business. Type of business yeah. but on average it's about fifty dollars a year for bbl landers and i think 500 to probably a thousand for non-bbl landers and if you're in the construction industry it's more just a so. disclaimer that that number he gave for people accurate. is not accurate but no. it is higher than the fifty dollar for sure trade license more than fifty dollars now it or? depends on the the type because i my trade license is not 50 for sure <laughs> you buy hair uh, I am Virgin Islands. Virgin Islands rooted. <laughs> You're supposed to know that Virgin Islands rooted. Um, yeah, but my trade is kind of complex because because I have an agency. I do a couple a, of different things. Yeah, you do. So, you, yeah, yeah. so I, I, I mean, yeah. I pay $150 for two. Three. For I three have licenses. a business that... You have three yeah, trade yeah, licenses. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. All right. Yeah, I have two. 200 bucks. 100 a pop. Mm. Yeah. So that's one trade license? 
two. Two trade licenses at two hundred each. Ar- architecture. Two hundred each. A hundred each. A hundred each. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Oh yeah. So just to throw that out there too for um specific service based um industries, you probably wouldn't get a trade license as a plumber if you never. You know, if you don't know the difference between a half inch pipe and a <laughs> one inch pipe, you, ha- you actually have to prove that. Right, yeah, um, education too. Yeah. Construction, lawyers, a- any serious profession with a lot so, of liability. Hold on, so one second. So what you're telling me is if I want to start a plumbing company and I know nothing about plumbing, more than likely I wouldn't be able to get that license? Correct. You have, you have to provide proof that yeah. you're knowledgeable in the in that industry. Yeah. All right, come, proceed. That's 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 the um, the meat of it there for people just to know um, certain services you have to show some qualifications right. to get it. You get approved and everything. Correct. All right, all right. So um, let's talk about storefronts. How important is location for storefronts? I personally would say in. Uh, for Virgin Gorda, I don't think it's as important because Virgin Gorda is so small. Mm. It n- we don't really have a town per se, in my opinion. Spanish town. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, where is Spanish town? Like, you, nobody could really say where that is, you know what I mean? I, I, I disagree, but I'll let you continue. Okay, so, okay, cool. So, yeah. So, for, you, for me, once you have a decent space, people are going to come because if it's big enough, clean, comfortable, people will come. Mm. Um... And Tortola, I think it might it play a bigger difference because now they have a town, they have a town, so they have a centralized location. So in a case like that, it might be more important. But I still feel once you have a proper service, a proper something, people will come. Uh, and it always, it always depends on the type of business you're doing, if a store okay. is even necessary. So yeah, that's my take on that. Yeah, so depending on if the storefront is necessary, mm-hmm. especially in the earlier days, mm-hmm. in, the, in the startup period, um, it's, I think even on Little Virgin Garda, it's important to have a central location. Most times you see businesses either operating out of a home or <laughs> close to a home or in, in, a, in available commercial space, which is sometimes tucked all over the place. Um, when I was looking for somewhere to put Island Prince in advertising, um, I went all around. There was a spot on the road to Little Dicks. There was the spot across from the clinic where Tropics used to be, if anybody remember those things. Mm. Um, in the area by the greenhouse. Um, but then I, you had an opportunity to look at somewhere like the Village Rose. Um, it's expensive. It's, it's good to dream sometimes. It's expensive, but... I guarantee for a young person. Yeah, for for a young. So I think person, relative is not startup yeah. in uh, uh, for startup. Yeah, uh, storefront in general. Yeah. Mm. You want to make sure you get the best location for what you're doing. If I'm doing Agreed. a bakery or a pastry shop, um, I need to be in a, a good location. If I'm doing a printing shop and I really have stuff on display, I could stock myself in any way. Okay. okay. Right, but you need to make sure that you in a depending on what you what's your market if you if you're going uh, for locals you need to be in the town and this is a problem i'll give a good example right here on, yeah. your, on your dime um recently and mr m could attest to this we went to clear some stuff in the port 
now they have changed a lot of the port stuff rules and stuff before you could have just go in and get your stuff with your t12 or whatever your invoice but now you must use a broker oh and seeing that we live on virgin garda we went to Tola and we thought that we would get through and not have to come back another day mm-hmm. so while we were dealing with customs they recommend a broker and we want foot because we caught a right up there and we were like how are we going to find a broker and then come back here that's like that's too much back and forth gratefully there was a broker right across the road from the port so i think that that location was Ah, perfect perfect. because if you're having problem you just take a little walk it's less than two minutes you get in and you go back over so i would say for businesses uh yes location is key especially for the clientele that you're trying to get if you know your clientele like places that are secluded you got to get secluded spot if you're going to be servicing the general public then the tongue area is better because that's where people are most of the time on a daily mm. so i would say location is key okay okay let me throw something in there um the pandemic really showed a lot of business owners that there's other ways to operate yep remote um working is now a new wave yep. so I would say really analyze um, your Don't service. Don't use the word new wave, sorry. <laughs> you scared me. <laughs> trauma. Trauma, trauma. Um, but yeah, the pandemic really, really proved that, you know, you might not have to meet face-to-face with your client, depending on what service um, you offer. Or even if you, you know, sell a product, do they really have to come into a store? Mm. Well, it depends. Because you see, like in America, with a lot of those car manufacturers right now, they're selling cars online. Before you could have gone and configure a car online, yes, but you still have to go to a dealership. Yeah. Uh, the new electric companies like Rivian and Tesla, you build your car online, you order, you put in your credit card, um, and that's it. You the have a car Tesla? is delivered. You have a Tesla? Soon, okay, so okay, when exactly. the investors for the iPad M1, we're gonna talk to them for that. Okay. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's true that if you if especially in this climate, right. if they don't have to come to the location, does the location really matter? But I would say that still, you're looking for a, a broad um, options. So mm. I would say it's important to have a good location. Make it as best as you can, because I know right in all communities, kind of hard to get a, the spot you want or to be in. So you have to work with what you have. But True. Most definitely. With the budget too, with the budget. Also, I'd like to add to the pandemic has made it a lot easier for people to acquire trade licenses because before, even for simple things like a lot of people do media right now. You could do media right out of the comfort of your home because you don't have to meet your client face-to-face. True. You could send it over the internet and what's not. But the Department of Trade still wanted you to list a storefront. A storefront, right, yeah. So I had said since this whole pandemic and corona and everything, there have been a lot of light and location and granting people permission to operate out of their home, which is very cool. So guys, if you have a company and you yeah, want to I think once you have a up, website, though, huh? I think you need a website to be able to operate from home from home you sure about that I, I think that's what someone told me I don't think so you don't I don't think, think so, so man I because I went there recently 
Yeah. Okay. okay. So they're being a lot lenient okay. now. Okay. So okay. now is the perfect time for you guys if you have companies and you have documents to prove that you could do it properly. I would say go out there and get your trade license, guys. True. 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 Yep. Do it properly. Do it legally. Do it properly. Trade license, inland do revenue, social security. security, and NHI. Get yourself secured. They might not follow up on it now. <laughs> Next 10, 15 years when your business doing good, you you're running for and you're running for for ninth district representative. <laughs> <You> <laughs> Somebody come and pull. You it don't want them to confiscate your no, no, uh, your no. food truck. Put the audit on you. Yeah. Exactly. So let's talk about bank accounts for business. Are there any advantages of having a business account? Yes. Big time. You have, uh, well, uh, the business account kind of hard to set up from my experience. Mm. Um, I have well, one, my business account is in Banco because Banco is the American bank. There's two American banks. Well, there's the other one, First Bank, First I think bank, it is. Yep. Um, so when I went to Banco, well, what I like about Banco, they're asking you for the the stuff. So, like what, what Mr. Hazel said with the NHI, Social Security. So you need all that stuff first, the proof that you're and then they would they would um get you the thing. So the business account have more privileges, uh, from my recollection, with regards to like lending power, uh, credit, withdrawal. yeah, withdrawal limits, uh, credit limits. Mm. Uh, I think you get you get straight card versus having the ETH force. Um, and and, and because ETH kind of popular now, you got ETH somebody with a bank account or i think first bank too or paypal paypal works really easy with the bank accounts so the payment to me easier with banco accounts and first bank i have republic account as well it's a lot harder to do the 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 the, the, the quick transfers of money yeah i don't think that it works with ath mobile because they more focus on american yeah banks. yeah the rest banks are not american so, so it yeah. doesn't really yeah so i would say get uh even if you don't get business account right away you could just get a regular account and just designate that for business so i would say i would recommend banco or first bank neither pay me so they don't get my uh, endorsement for free but yeah. <laughs> well I, I i think on, in terms of a business account mm-hmm. it is necessary because in terms of disciplining yourself right 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 um it depends on who you're banking with um banco i bank with banco yeah. i bank with all the banks except republican first bank okay really? but banco is for a business i think it's much easier I, i've had uh, no issues setting it up i received my business card and a business card with my name on it that you know you have different options you could choose you okay. get checks you have the opportunity you have the option to sign up for a credit card machine mm. you have tons and tons of options you could do depend on the size of your business payroll and all those things um but for a smaller startup practicing discipline with having two separate accounts one person who could fail your business is you using your business as your personal uh, most bank. definitely Indeed. so it's important to have your business finances separate from um your personal finances so that you know how much you can spend and reinvest in the business so i would say look into from the jump look into a, a separate account as mm-hmm. as king said but look into um a business, business account yeah this this will give you a card with your business name on it and you would know that every time you pull this card out 
you would have some kind of guilty feeling. Yeah. <laughs> okay. If it's day, not if it's not reinvesting in the yeah, business, if you're, yeah. if you're not reinvesting it, you know you're gonna feel bad. So, yeah, definitely. Okay. Well, on on the business account side, I want to touch a little bit on the importance of business credit. Yep. I know growing up, a lot of um, people was taught credit is bad. Credit is good if you are responsible and know how to use it. Um, I can give an example. You have a business expense. You have a project coming up. You need a new computer. It's going to cost you 1500 This project could potentially make you 3000 bucks, but you can't do this job without this computer. You know you could finish this project within two or three weeks. You could use your business credit, charge that 1500 for that new computer, get the job done, pay the card back. You made money off of their money. And sometimes, depending on the type of card, you might get some reward points too, help you take a nice little vacation. So, so what you're basically telling me just now is that you spent money that you didn't have that is not your savings bought something to do work made money from it and paid back and still made profit on top correct from credit correct wow and then on top of that you got gems. rewarded with points that you could either travel or cash back that's what you just said correct gems wow and we and we didn't do this because we were taught oh, wrong how, you said how 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 available to us is this in the British Virgin Islands? I know in America Very. you could get your reward cards and you could get your credit cards and yes, you use your credit cards and you let your credit work for you. I was remember watching a, a presenter and he was saying, same thing you said, a lot of people think credit is bad. Using your debit card is better. But he was saying it's the complete opposite. He preferred to use the bank's money than his money. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All he has to do is pay it back on time right. and Good to go. you get the box from using other people's money, especially yep. with a country where we import everything. we always online or all our information online. We use our cards a lot. Using a debit card online is very dangerous. If anything happens, uh, That's your, money, your gone. money gone. Yep. You don't have any protection. So when signing up for a business account, yes, get a business debit, but also get a business credit because it's safer to do all your purchases in a credit card and make sure you just pay back your monthly um limit or you pay back the entire amount um, Big boss. to protect yourself so let, me, let me touch a little bit more on the, on the credit so um those who might not know you you have to have some kind of credit history yep. to be able to That's get a it. good limit Gems. so it's always better to work on your personal credit because it dictates your business credit easiest way to be able to get credit without credit history is what you call a secured credit card Yep. You put down a deposit. Some of them are like a minimum 300 bucks. You put on a deposit of 300 bucks. They give you a credit limit of 300 bucks. So that way, there's no risk on their part if you don't pay the card off. And normally, within six months, you get your deposit back. If you pay it on time, keep your utilization rate below 30%, um, which means the, the amount of how much the limit, 30% of the limit of the card. If you keep that below 30%, pay it off on time every month, yep. your credit score will normally go up. By the time you're ready to start your business, you have a good credit score, you get a nice um, credit line very for your nice business. Yep, that's very important. I think a lot of Gems. people are not utilizing 
credit. Yeah, business and, and personal. I think yeah. you need some more, more information, education. Yeah, education and the whole credit. Yeah, I, I, I like to be realistic. I think I try to be good with my finances, but around, I mean, this economy. Mm-hmm. Right um, now. Some mo- a lot of people live very close to the margins. Uh-huh. If you understand what I, I mean. get, I get. So that. it's yes, you get a credit card, but like when I use my credit card, or when I used my credit card, mm-hmm. it's, it's like kind of closing it off right now. <coughs> I use it for vacation, you know. I get a credit card and I use that vacation and I pay it back. So like I went to a wedding in 2019. But that was on my card. So you didn't get a loan, a personal loan. That the bank will give you a loan for a car. But a personal loan, not so easy. You gotta. You yeah, it's a little. Ha- to me, it's a little harder to get a personal loan. Unsecured. Unsecured. Really. I think it's easier unsecured. Well, unsecured. Depends on credit. The limit. The limit. The too. limit. Yeah. They'll give you up to like three thousand bucks. Yeah, I two, think, three grand. Right? Like max. Yeah. No, no reason. If we talk, we talk credit history. Yeah, two, three grand. I think. Which bank is this? I, I bank Republic. That's my credit. Um, person, but oh. I don't know about the other. Their interest rates are like fifteen and sixteen percent. I know National Bank gave unsecured loans no, of five thousand dollars sometime back. And if you if you understand National Bank like, end up in bankruptcy yeah, because yeah. they were they were crazy with yeah, the loans. Giving out a lot of loans. I didn't want to do that though. Right. But yeah, credit cards is the way to go. Yeah, yeah definitely. It's definitely. easier. You don't have to ask them for permission. Have discipline to though. use it. That's that's the key. Have discipline. Yes, major, because major key. It's not, not only your money. that we we <laughs> all say that we want to be financially stable, but we don't look at the proper examples. People that have millions, billions, do not spend their money. They do not. They don't. So why we, who not financially able, deciding to spend our money? I heard this from a guy called him five hundred, and he said, when you're going on the road and you get robbed, would you rather get robbed with your money or somebody else's <laughs> money? Somebody has money. Exactly. <laughs> that money have insurance. Exactly. My money have Credit money. Credit cards normally come with. Um, I, actually, it just depends. Actually. Fraud protection, Fraud protection and liability. And like if and your debit card get stolen and your identity, you don't show how likely you are to get back that money. But Takes a credit months. card. Yeah. And especially this thing, you can't call the bank in the middle of the night. We don't have 24 banking. I mean, hey. yes, you can go to Jamaica and what's not, but <laughs> you're probably going to not get through to say, hey, my card just got stolen. Can you cut it out? And then suppose it didn't get stolen, you cut it off, and then next morning you got to go and deal with the bank and along lines, catch the fear yeah. out. You know the hardship we deal with. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Just just practice discipline in your banking. Well, I can just add to that discipline thing. A lot of us didn't grow up with that example or didn't know about it, no education. I would say get a coach. There are not much people that do it here locally, but there are coaches, financial, financial coaches, coaches. that because if you if you at a point where you're making a lot of money and you're still not seeing it, that means you you're not managing it well. Yeah. So, you, but you need to have the accountability to say I cannot do this on my own. We we get to, let we me get, get to that part. Too. Let me get a coach. Same way you get a coach at the gym, get a financial coach <laughs> that help you deal with that. Um, help you build like credit, help you walk towards your financial goals and uh, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. We get into that. We can come back to that point. All right, all right. But right now because we already went through um research to start your business mm-hmm. legal requirements the importance of location banking now we can touch on actually it's still kind of banking finding the funds to start these endeavors okay so 
who's, who's going to start first? You starting up a business. Where do you go to get money to start these businesses? How do you fund them? Okay. Uh, I, will, I, could, I could speak for myself. Um, uh-huh. At the time when I started Crown Tech, I didn't know about bank. I didn't know about loans and that kind of stuff. Credit and that stuff. So you you foot everything so yourself. So I foot every. I saved up for like eight months to uh, get a camera. I asked my parents, asked my friends, asked government. Damn, um, you did a lot of asking. Lot, I did. I don't mind asking. <laughs> I did, I didn't get a lot back, to be honest. But at least at least I know I asked. Yep. What I get back on that? But at the end of it, 90 percent of it came from my savings. I had to save up, uh, scratch scratch and kick up to get um the funds up to get my um enforced camera yeah so but that's the that was a hard way but no you could get you get loan or something um i would say in the version and as we have the opportunity where government does give grants or they did they, they give away free money um if you're a known person, it's easier. If you're not with me, it's hard because I didn't get you. But you could tell them, I want to start a business. Could I have $200, $2,000? Uh, add that to your to your thing. Uh, as I say, save. Save up for it. And then try to get to the bank. Come with a nice proper plan. Blah, 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 blah. There's also some startups. There's startup companies here that do funding for young startup companies uh-huh. um i'm not sure of the details because they might have a way you have to pay them back the money but they, they are a couple here i know one forge for sure and i'm not sure who the other was but forge does it uh yeah, I t- you might be there. there you go they um they do provide some startup funding the yeah, nice. the trade department used to do startup funding for specific people yeah i know they used to add ah. but i don't i <laughs> know how it is grants, in case yeah. of political place here so but that's the options that i know personally for it yeah all right okay um for me my approach is use a side hustle as a way to generate income to fund your business so that side hustle could be the business um, especially if it's a service you're offering and it doesn't right. take you much, you already have a computer, internet, and you know you could start your hustle with that, start making money. Um, and it's kind of a two-part um, process. It also shows you, you know, that your business could possibly work. Okay, you're getting true, clients true. already, so yeah. you know it's working and it's uh, putting money towards your startups because that that's how I use. Um, yep. My side hustle, because I did this as a side hustle before I did it. Nice. You know, went into it full time. So that was the funding for me. Okay. Nice. Yeah, so definitely starting out, as um, King said, you got to, you got to, I mean, ask. If you if that's your, if that's how you do, you ask. But I know most young business owners, startup owners, they walk, they have a, a nine to five and, the best thing to start out, I mean, maybe going for a loan is not the best way because you might already have a loan already. Mm-hmm. Say you have a car loan, say you have a student right, loan, right, right, right. and you have your business, now you, you're not going to put a uh, set of pressure on yourself. Um, use that nine to five money, loan to save, loan to be responsible, and you know, when you start the business, as Mr. M said, it's going to start to see if it's successful. This is part of it, knowing if if it's making money and you're getting clients, 
you're going to be able to start to reinvest in the business. True. So it should, at some point, you're going to break even and the business should start to pay for itself as well as reward you with some kind of dividend. So in that stage, yes, hustle and get that money. But then at some point in time, you're going to grow and you require and you're going to require more capital. So then you seek other um, other venues as a loan or maybe an investor mm-hmm. or a startup company or whatever. Good well, I, w- I want to throw it back to the, the credit conversation. Um, so while you, you know, with your nine to five um, and your side hustle, with your personal credit card, you could be using that all the while to pay your bills, building your credit. Your side hustle, by the time you convert that to your, you know, full-time business, you have a good credit score, mm. which now you could get five thousand, mm, ten thousand dollar limit. Two you don't need stone. a loan, right. so exactly. now you use that business credit now to purchase your supplies for your business. True, that's I like, a good, that's I like a good that. One. I like that. That's Gems. a nice option. Gems. You know what I mean? Learning how to utilize credit. Gems. So okay, everyone, we touch on. The basics of business we talk about research where you have to learn about your SWOT analysis dealing with your legal stuff location whether it be a storefront or virtually we spoke about taxes we spoke about banking and now we're going to get into that area that we think most people don't usually visit so you have the basic structure of your business you don't have your license everything most people might not like to hear me say this, but I think one of the steps, one of the final steps should be finding a consultant. I think that is something frowned upon because people don't like to go to other people to get advice and have to pay for it. But I find going to a consultant to just finish up around the edges and probably give you some um, perspective on things you, you didn't look at is a good option when you're going to start a business i think the problem with consultants for me uh-huh. i think the Virgin islands is the word consultant consultancy have a bad taste in the bva people mouth because <laughs> government they pay millions of dollars <laughs> in consultancy and we get nothing back so me now would be like why with me my small money why would i go to a consultant to get nothing out of it i think that's kind of one of the stuff for me at least i'd be like the same argument could be made for growing up with us not learning about credit. Yeah, true. Very true. Very true. Very so, true. I mean, the option is to seek seek free consultancy. Mm. Oh, I mean, you could get consultancy from anybody. The people like in the field, has, too. Yes, yeah. People in the field. People in the field, too. Your college um, professors that have experience in... It don't have to be the same industry. Most college professors don't actually do what they teach. Exactly. They just have a so degree. They, yeah, that's they not have, good. They you have don't experience. want advice from them. <laughs> Me personally, when I was starting like, early last year, you know, Corona came, but still, I was trying to do things differently with Island Prince and Advertising. So I seeked help from a consultant, but local consultant, uh, young people also. Okay. But they never. A came local back. consultant? Meaning young? that it's a young, well, young, yes. I mean, young, like their trade is consultancy. Adult. Part, part of it. Okay, uh, that's cool. Was one of the that businesses. Can, that's cool, that's cool. Uh, but it never got back to me and I emailed and I just dropped it and then, you know. Is it yourself? Let me, let me touch on the, the consulting a little bit. Um, if a consultant asks you for money right away, they're not a real consultant, run away. Gems. 
most <laughs> professional wait, 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 services. Wait, 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 wait. Say that again. Say that again. Say that again. Say that again. Pull that up. Pull up. Yeah. If Say a consultant again. ever asks you for money up front, run away. Mm, most consultants or any professional service always include a free consultation mm, every gems, time gems. anyone who asks you this this is just general advice for life yeah, okay, okay anyone who asks for a deposit up front without showing you any value mm-hmm. run they they don't have anything okay, for you yeah. that's some run away okay okay that's some that's some big ones there i would pause though uh where we on it though um if y'all have comments or tips to help other people Please uh, share it on the social media lens and pod on Twitter and on Facebook. Uh, we try and build a network of people, you know, uh, and every, each one teach one. So if you could help somebody else, either by sharing the links or uh, commenting something that we probably missed out that you feel is also very useful from your experience. Relevant, yep. Yeah, that would be good. So yeah, lens and pod via Twitter and on Facebook. Facebook. Yeah. yeah. You are done on the consultant part? Oh, and a consultant. Um, consultancy, I think, is a major time saver. So there's the route that a lot of people uh, take right now, which is the YouTube University. Um, <laughs> very effective. <laughs> very, very effective. I, I love it. I learned a lot from it, so yeah, I, can't, yeah. I can't knock it at all. But the amount of time it took me, to learn the things that I know, the years, I could have paid a consultant a thousand bucks and learn it in a week. Mm. Yeah, because on YouTube, they give you information, but some of it is far-fetched and some of it yeah. is just the tip of the iceberg. And you don't really yeah, get Some of them are professionals either. No. Yeah. Yeah. So some people like, just do it for the views. Yeah, that's it too. Some of them do it just for the views. They say stuff in a cool and way. Very cliche. And yeah, cliche, but they say in a cool way with this, this nice um, control voice. And some cool effects and sound effects. And that's and what stuff. we're doing right now. We're, we're trying to make sure that we have a nice, cool. <laughs> yeah. So you be like, oh man, they're saying something. They're saying something, but in not in a in not, actuality. They're not, not really saying anything. They're not saying because anything. anything anything free ain't gonna be that good. Nope. Let's keep it real. No facts. That's we facts. Are, we that's are facts. we all in the business for money. Facts. That's something I think a lot of people forget. They try and be nice and all that. We all in the business for money. We we don't do it for hugs and kisses. Thank you. I can't pay the bills. Can't nope. pay the bills. So anything free, you know, be careful. James, James. Yeah. yeah. So again, from the top, we spoke on research, legal requirements, location, taxes, bank accounts, funding, and consultancy. Now, when you start in a business, there are majorly two types of businesses you can start. You could start a service base or a product base. So I'm going to let the guys touch on which ones they prefer and pros or cons on either. If you guys understand. I get the question. Um, well, it, I think it depends on what you're trying to do because I, I personally provide a service with the photography thing. Uh-huh. Um, I I. Yeah, it's a kind of subjective question because I don't, I wouldn't go into the product, the product part of it because I don't really like the whole buying and selling thing. <laughs> to me, that don't really, that's not really profitable in the BVI with taxes and not taxes but customs, 
and that's like the to me the profit margin is too small for me to dedicate the time especially if i don't have the capital yep. so if i say i want to get into um i think the only profitable turnaround is food food because people can ask by food people can ask by rum rum too you can't really lose with that <laughs> but, but like <laughs> yeah <laughs> but like clothes and everything like if i pay 80 dollars for jeans pants and I, I done it with customs that's 120 dollars nobody and i still got make 15 percent profit nobody want to pay 175 160 for the same pants they stay on amazon for 80 you know what I mean? yeah yeah so yeah. it kind of kind of tricky i I'm, I'm not knocking anyone hustle because people can still buy try to support locally most definitely but i think when it comes to the service i could set my own price and as mr m has said in a previous part i set it for my time how much i want to make you know exactly what I mean? so that's my personal thing no, not knocking anyone hustle because i actually might head into the product thing soon but yeah but the service part of it though i guess a con would be you might have to work a little harder because now it's a skill you have to learn. So if it's plumbing or photography or whatever, now you are putting time into, I guess, more time to researching the 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 feel yeah, and, and bettering yourself. Yeah, yeah, because you have to constantly, constantly keep, get better. Yeah, you know what I mean. Keep gaining to stay skill, relevant. Stay relevant. You have competition now, so stuff like that. I think that's. I guess it's a con, but I mean, you should both feel good at bettering yourself anyway. But yeah, yeah that's my um, personal and. What we um repeat the question one more time for me. I, I read the question. There's basically two types of businesses out there. There's service based and product based. Which one do you prefer? And any pros and cons to any of them? Well, uh, personally, I'm in the service. Uh-huh. Um, I think in the long run, product based. It depends on your economy or what you're doing. I think product base you could end up making a lot more profit easier, especially if you know where to find, mm. uh, where to source things, you know, mm. where to find. If you're selling clothes, if you, you know to find, you got the plugs then. You got the plugs. If you have plugs, <laughs> okay. you can okay. be a profit because I'll have to now do a design, seventy-five dollars. I do a, a poster, I do a menu or something which is cheap. That's not my prices anymore. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying, just use as an example, $75. Yeah. Um, work on it for two hours. Whereas, I might store front J. Hazel clothing, accessories, mm-hmm. or J. Hazel kitchenware, mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I sell Hello. six knives for $75. I've made six times $75 in two hours. Um, it's way different. I mean, if I got my print shop and I'm just doing prints, but also with my print shop, I have a section to do branded clothes. Um, I can sell ten shorts at twenty-five dollars within the same times, the same time frame that I did the service of design. The actual design. Mm. Yeah. So I mean, I would say it depends, but mixing a product-based service mm. and a okay. service okay. is the best fit for. A successful business okay that's that's an interesting um, point all right okay um product base i would say the main thing um to succeed in that industry is your marketing branding mm, yep. so i would say if you're a pretty popular person <laughs> you could probably probably do well with trash. selling selling products selling trash. because <laughs> Because of your popularity, people yeah. will buy from you. Um, they like your personality, whatever it is. 
So I would say your market and branding strategy. So I would kind of go back to the consultancy. Hire a marketing branding consultant. Agreed. Mm. So you could launch your product from the first day and capture minds. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. How important is that marketing aspect though? That's my job, man. What are you saying? Uh-huh. <laughs> Touch on it. <laughs> yeah, let's mar- jump in. Jump listen, in. how you present your business is important. And uh-huh. in this climate, is well, it's very hard to try to get businesses to understand that how you sell yourself visually. If you if you're selling food, if your food look good, but everything else around your establishment look shabby. I eat in your building before I eat your food. <laughs> uh, if I online browsing and I looking for a menu, say I just flew in from the states, I want to eat some authentic Caribbean food. Mm-hmm. I on your page, uh, and I seen all this janky post on my wall and canvas <laughs> stuff. Um, <laughs> a menu with the the, the just squares of macaroni and cheese yeah, come yeah, off yeah, yeah. online and google mm-hmm. that doesn't bring me into your True. establishment but if you have a nice beautiful um, menu or you have a nice beautiful poster with your clothing and and your, your your socials are set up and that's marketing you know you you sell your business before the person even reach to your establishment or you know they are you sold them with the look already just for them to find something that true, they like true, true. so it is key it is key, Jameson Hazel Designs. Uh-huh, shameless plug. All right. <laughs> <I will> <laughs> well, let, me, let me touch back on the on the service-based side yeah. now. Um, so I myself, you know, in the service-based industry, I like it because I think it's the least amount of risk, mm, okay. um, especially in terms of investment. Most businesses now... Um, online you could do virtual meetings with clients and stuff like that so for the most part if you have already have a computer um and you depend on what you're doing the software that you have maybe a hundred bucks or a month or something like that it's a low you know threshold you know of investment and you get paid as you start to work so it's not like you you know if you're selling t-shirts and you have a you know a warehouse full of shirts yeah, and now you have to try to sell it yeah, yep um you get paid and then you move so it's less risks that what i personally like it um yeah just i just like minimal risk minimal risk okay. minimal that's risk. fair yeah that's um that's something to hear that if you're not popular <laughs> and you like i don't want some bias because um, I, I also have a... I, I kind of start, started doing the, um, the the product part of it with March. I'm actually wearing a contact shirt now. Um, <laughs> but I'm not... Because I, like, I have two parts I go blame. Not, I'm not popular one and two, I'm not marketing it. Yeah, you're not marketing it enough, yeah. Yeah, so I could, I could understand the marketing part because I don't have models and all that stuff. And I'm not popular either because I think... That was one of my mistakes coming up. I thought talent talent alone would have been enough to carry something. Or something that's a good design, a good logo. Mm. I, I won't say you're not popular. I, it's, it's branded content. Like I see a lot of these small businesses coming uh-huh. out with t-shirts and uh-huh. swim shorts. The trash though. That's what I'm saying. But, <laughs> it's very but they're popular. <laughs> that's what I don't I'm, know. I, I, I had, this, I had this conversation with somebody on uh-huh. Facebook already and I was I kinda understand what they were saying. It's like 
you ain't invest, you ain't put the work in to get your stuff out. True, yeah, but That's, in I, this economy, yeah. you have to be popular because yes. Crown Tech shorts, I would wear Crown Tech design. Respect, shirt. respect. They look good, respect. right? And it's a, it doesn't have, yes, it has a business name on it, but you would But it goes back name. to what you said earlier. Yeah. If it was marketed properly, Marketing. if you came yeah, in and yeah. you saw a nice picture of a, sexy a nice model. lady in a yeah. crunk texture yeah, 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 or something. Yeah. Something popular, yeah, which I could somebody. agree. So that's my um, point on that. Uh, just to touch back into the marketing thing for a little bit. Um, just to, uh, to add what Mr. Hazel was saying, marketing starts from the logo. The first thing you see on the business, that logo, the name. So I think people don't pay enough time or don't put enough time into thinking about a business name or the logo because sometimes you might be like okay you just start a business you might not have enough funds you might be like the funds ain't enough to afford like an expensive 300 dollars logo mm. but i would say if the person good like you look at their work before and they like they handling you professionally not saying you have to pay because i mean you could get a decent logo for like 100 dollars, 200 dollars. yep but i was saying make sure you have a good logo look at or think about things like um printing it on a business card how we can look in black and white how we can look big how we can look small how we can look embroidered you know what i mean stuff like that people don't consider and as a graphic designer myself i i go through the steps and the processes with people so it would have times I, I did over logos before in the past and i'd be like why did you pay for this you know what i mean because some of these stuff <laughs> like up the standard but I guess it, it kind of come into what I'm saying. I'm none of my logos. It kind of go into what Mr. Hazel was saying. Where like some of the, the quote-unquote creators using templates from our Canva or post them or whatever. But even to say that, you can't really feel a way. Yeah, yeah. Let me just end it there. I would just say, I would just say, it start from the logo, and then you go out from there. So you, you you get your colors. Make sure that your specific colors. So if your logo have four colors, use that toward your branding. So your uniform, your website, your um social media posts. Keep that consistent. Because people subconsciously pay attention to that. They probably wouldn't know, but you always uh, know. Like FedEx colors is purple and orange. Yep. Because um, you see it everywhere. You see it everywhere. You know what I mean. So stuff like that is like the subconscious stuff. The that's the even that's marketing. It's subtle marketing, but it's marketing nonetheless. Yes, it is. I want, I want to throw one last piece in mm-hmm. on the, on the marketing products. Don't be afraid to use an influencer. True, 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 true. You Pay influencer to wear your gear. <laughs> yeah. You mm-hmm. could even get them on a contract that they post your gear. You know, once a week, promoting it. Little things like that go, goes a long way, That's too. very true. That's a real tight hidden, yeah. All right. So this last bit is for Mr. M, but we could chime in at any time. Mm-hmm. So we spoke a lot about business, how to start up, doing the research, all of that stuff. So now we're going to take a simple business and dissect it and see if you guys could use any of the methods here to build whatever your business is. And the business we're going to dissect and see if we could make it profitable is a car wash. Very okay. simple to understand. No lingo in a car wash. So Mr. M? Okay, so let, let's touch on how car wash actually works right now. Um, most times it's just a phone number. Um, <laughs> so you call. Hey, I want my car wash. What time are you available? Bring it, <laughs> bring it 3 o'clock. Mm. Carry uh-huh. your car, drop it off, come back in an hour, you pay 20 bucks. It's clean for you, right? Yep. Um, something very simple that could take 
a car wash business um, to another level, adding a booking component. Mm. So you might not even need a website if you if it's not that major. There's a lot of platforms out there right now that allow you to book and subscribe. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. So you could look ahead now with your business because somebody could book a car wash a month from now. True, you already know true. you have five washes lined up. True. So projection is a big part of business, being able to project how much money nice. you're going to make. So just adding a booking component um, it gives you two things. You could allow them to pay up front yep. so instead of waiting until after. So most times it's cash. A lot of people don't walk with cash, scared of getting robbed. If you have <laughs> an online component, they could probably pay with a card through an online platform like PayPal. Yep. They could do ATH yeah. mobile if they feel that more comfortable with that. Because a lot of people don't walk around with cash. Yeah. Exactly. So they pay. It's, it's 20 bucks. No one is going to mind paying 20 bucks up front and then just drop their car off because they trust you they know you're going to deliver but now it also gives them the ability to look at their schedule ahead of time and say okay i could make it five o'clock on friday because i off yep um instead of hey when you're available oh i gotta wait till next week so just adding a book in you could even go to the point of doing a subscription service 100 bucks a month you bring your car every once every week you just book it whenever you could do VIP members. Those two things, adding a booking component is the easiest way to take a car wash to another level. Yeah, true, because true, true, you true. as the owner of the car wash, you know how much vehicles to expect today. Yep. You know how much supplies you need so you don't run out of it. And mm. as you say, forecasting. You know how much you make on um monthly because you already have forecasting so you can know how you pay your bills or so and a, a, another important piece I miss, it um, also helps you um, to know how fast you need to scale yeah, your business. Mm, true, because true. if you see that you have 10 washes lined up in a day and it's just you, you know you, you probably need to hire two more somebody, people. Yep. True, true, true. So now you could easily scale your business. So having a system in place um, would help you be able to easily scale your business and take it to another level. To the point you you reach financial freedom yeah i agree with the subscription section of this uh-huh. it's a clever uh strategy not only that you secure clients against the competition but you also you get paid up front yep. yeah. so you use this upfront money if you get if you have 10 clients giving you a hundred dollars um every month before they even do a wash um, you can use this to invest in something else to help your business give a better um, yep. uh, better quality work. So I think that's like that stand out, that one stands out to me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, that cool that helps build the loyalty. I the only thing I would add to that car wash is on top of the subscription, on top of the, the loyalty program, get a commercial. Yeah, of course. Get mm-hmm. a professional done thirty second clip. Uh, that can push you so far, and so far above people. Mm-hmm. St. Thomas and I are calling you because how much can I watch people you know have a good commercial? And a good jingle. That's true because they, so far. they just can watch it just now. You meet somebody yeah, and you leave them watching watch the can. can. I mean, if we got a nice cinematic looking, com- they'll be like, oh, shh. 
Man, I want my rims to look like you that. You know what I mean? No, I, I remember a story with a guy that cleans cars for celebrities. He started out very smart, but now he cleans these cars as to say on a subscription. Mm-hmm. And the guy is a multimillionaire just from washing Cow cars. Washing. It sounds weird, but you washing three hundred, four hundred thousand dollar vehicles, one million dollar vehicles, and these people paying for you to come and pick it up, to drop it off, to do full detail and everything. I mean once you got your name out there like as he said a commercial a song a jingle the radio facebook and public tv people are gonna know this yeah, is where i'm gonna come to get my car yep, yep yep alex to also go a step further because mm-hmm. all of you guys had some important points i'm gonna tie it back to the first episode that mr m was on networking mm-hmm. yep if all local car wash people will come together and decide hey this is the price we charging nobody charging under that we just network there and then also from that same podcast we talk about niches if one True. guy said i only doing heavy machinery right then everybody know that this man doing heavy machinery already nobody's eating his food right. he takes all that money somebody has doing luxury vehicles mm. instead of everybody trying to steal everybody else's money and washing all the same vehicles nobody's professional in none <laughs> think of how think about how money you could make right, let's right, say that right, right. king has a car wash but his car wash is after hours everybody know where to go after hours if we had a networking community where we all came together and say, decide, hey, I like doing the same thing as you, but I like doing it this way. Then we make the market in a way where we all are profitable and we all can make money and go forward and live productively and grow businesses. True, true, But true, I really true, hope true. that people take the insight that we gave on this gems, part today. Man. They can have some gems. It's okay. But yeah, because it's people might, that's why I chose car wash. People might yeah. think that it's simple, but you could make a lot of money mm-hmm. if you're willing to network. Properly, yeah and go a step further. Yeah, I think that would have resource to come into. Riches is in the niches. Riches Yeah, I would add also, a car wash seems like a simple business, but I would say the location you have, make make your location look good. Don't just plop on your sidewalk and... But of course, if you're going to shoot a commercial, make it look good. good. Make people, when they come, they see your, your hoses rolled up. They see your buckets on the side packed. You have fresh, clean shamu. You have a little stall where they could buy air fresheners. Um, even a spot where they could come in. Buy include air fresheners Even a little refreshment. Yeah, A refreshment, a vending machine. If, if, if it's a quick 30-minute 30, 30 car wash or 20-minute car wash, you have something, a little air, air conditioned area for the so. Yeah, so, I mean, there's a lot you could do in that section. Yes, so. All right, guys. Thank you for tuning in on this episode. Hope you like it. Please like and comment. Share with your friends. Lions Den Pod VA. Lions Den Pod VA. Also check out the, the young guys. Uh, Mr. M at Millennial. International Design and Construction. There you go. Facebook, IG. Okay, okay. Moves. You can check out Jameson Hazel Designs and Island Prince and Advertising on Facebook also. All right, cool. Nice, 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 nice. All right, guys. Thank you, everyone, again. And we're out. Blessings. Yes, sir.